Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Read it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Thursday, February 9th. Landon, I blame us for last night. We didn't do a show Sunday. We aren't dedicated to the craft. Consistency, consistency, consistency. A trip to Vegas does not automatically say no. I'm, I'm taking the fault for this one. Hand hand up. It's on us. We're gonna get it back. We're gonna we're gonna bounce back better than ever. Last night sucked. Last night sucked. And we're gonna talk about it because we have to. I'm not taking the blame. I would have dunked the ball. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to stop you right there. Um, we are going to. It would have been a, a very crisp layup for sure. For sure. Use that Use that square. That's what's there. Yeah. We will talk about that game. But we'll try to be excited and not super negative. I don't know how you're not after that game because choked it away is an understatement in my opinion. Here I am going negative. Uh, we'll try. We'll, we'll try our best. I'm really sorry we'll if you want. Try. Right. I'm really sorry if you want good news. If you want to be angry, just send me your anger in the chat, and I will try. I think I'm I'm always the contra- contrarian. Is that that's negative? What is it? I'm just always the devil's advocate. I can play either side of the coin. I'm like I'm I'm better than Stephen A. Smith because I can argue both sides. I don't know if he's that good. Um, play for both teams. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Switch hitter. Uh, I can do what I can do whatever needs to be done. So yeah, let me know. I've actually done that before. I've played on another team. Yeah. Uh, literally, soccer needed O team needed an extra player. I was the only one that would do it, so wasn't fun. Um, but yeah, then we are going to talk about baseball. That'll get our, get our hopes up. So I'm I'm excited to do that. Yeah, I almost had to bong somebody <laughs> Wait. on Twitter. Um, bonk, dude, spring is bonking season. These yeah. vol these 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 women, and I don't blame them. Um, they just they get riled up with Tony. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm just going to bring, like, a squirt bottle to every game and just, like, squirt. <laughs> yeah, squirt women. I'd love that. I would love nothing more than that. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, not salt. We'll water's get... not a salt, right? It can't be. Yeah, it might be nowadays. Never know. Lindsey Nelson, uh, Dave Van Horn, um, Tim Corbin, they will have you toss so fast. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Don't, don't you do that. Yeah, Tim Corbin's gonna check my score bottle. Oh, all right, we're gonna get we're we're getting. It is after dark. We got started thirty minutes late. We appreciate you hopping in. It might get weird. You know how you know how more important issues after dark can be. We can't help it. Um, sun's gone down this side of town. We will hop into the show, but first I'm gonna tell you guys about our good friends at Underdog Collectibles. Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectible store with a wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. 
Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autographed helmet or the most recent Topps baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT graduates and proudly supports UT sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Stop by the University Commons Shopping Center next to Publix and Domino's to check them out. Open six days a week with live YouTube shows three nights per week. Remember to always bet on the underdog. I was so close to making all the way through that ad read with no mistakes and just you're, choked it away at the end like our good friends. You're you're crushing it. You, you had a lot oh, of open dude, lanes at all Just Oh, meatball coming in, <laughs> and I missed it. Uh, let's let's talk about last night. And, and, I mean, really the final 18 seconds was kind of the story of the game in, 18, in, 18, in that final 18 seconds. It just felt like no matter what we did, it wasn't right. Vanderbilt was – felt like Vanderbilt was hustling harder. Um, it felt like they were just getting to the right spots and we weren't. And then I, I don't even want to go over our defensive mistakes too hard because it's so frustrating. But those defensive mistakes in the 18 seconds were not the first ones. They weren't the first lapses of the game, man. And, and it's so – I'm not saying they're the best. I, hand up, I thought this team could compete with 19. I never said they were better, but I will hand up and say I thought they could compete. I'm kind of out on that one already. And I know – I'm not trying to say season's over, put it away, because I do think there's a ton of talent. But, my God, do we have a ways to go. Yeah, I mean, you you can't, like, say, like, this team's going to get through the first week. You can't for sure say this team's going to get through the first weekend. You know, that 19 team, you for sure thought that they were getting through that first weekend. I like, didn't, but um, – <laughs> you, <laughs> You for well, sure just, thought that they were going to. Yeah, and I'm not basing this all on last night either. Um, this is everything after the Texas game. Um, this is the Kentucky game. Like, this is not just – I'm not putting it on last night. I just thought kind of last night it all came to a head, and it, it was just a real bummer. And, and, you know, I did see some good points even before the game was over. This is Vanderbilt. This is a rivalry. Every time Tennessee's played at the Coliseum since – um, or auditorium since since we've been good it, it's still been a struggle that number 119 team literally was carried on the back of grant williams and free throw shooting coincidentally um so yeah it, it's it's not just one game now that game was really frustrating and i'm not trying to just dog julian phillips i don't it's not i don't think that's his end-all be-all career and it is a freshman mistake but it's not a freshman mistake that you can happen in february yeah, and the I don't understand the whole freshman mistake. I mean, this kid in a year he sh- he should be playing in the NBA, right? And, and, so, and it's I mean, not that, it's not all Julian Phillips' fault too. I mean, yeah, yeah. that moment sucks because it was highlighted, but Zakaya had a chance to go up for a layup contested, but you're probably at the free throw line. Worst case scenario, and I saw someone say someone me and said you don't take it there because there's 18 seconds you want to run off the clock. You're up by two. There's no running up the clock. You take your points. Shot clock's yeah. dead. You may not get that ball back. Yeah, if you you get it for sure too to go up four, go up two possessions under I don't, thirty seconds, you you take it. I don't even think it's for sure too. I think it's a good look too. Now it's one of those you better get fouled if you don't make it too. But yeah, you you take it. Yeah, it's something going to the rim, and it, it's unfortunate. I mean, it just like it it was almost like Tennessee players bet on Vanderbilt, <laughs> so they just had to like somehow give it back to them. It was like like. Like, I guess Vanderbilt was – you're playing with them in a video game and you pause it and switch the controller over to Tennessee and make them give it back to you so you can shoot a, a game-winning shot. That's that is what it a, like. 
That is a pro move that I have not done in a while. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a rage quitter now. I forgot that you could just switch sides. Yeah, just that's switch a pro sides. move, dude. So that, that, that's exactly what it looked like to me. I mean, it was abysmal. Julian Phillips, and, and it kind of happened before that. I mean, Tobey Awaka fouls a three-point shooter. Um, and, and I don't know if he touched him. I don't know, but you were way too close for comfort yeah. in that situation. Yeah. Um, and then your 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 clutch guy, your senior, who's you know done it so many times, just bricks the front end of a, of a one and one. I mean, just. <laughs> and then we just leave somebody wide open in the corner. I mean, same guy team... too. And I've seen people point out it wasn't just Vescovi's fault. Zakai could have done a better job at the at the the switch. Him and Kumwa maybe. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Zakai probably could have done a better job, but Zakai was on his hips to the rim. He didn't need help in that situation. He's throwing up. Uh, maybe not prayer is not the right word, but he's throwing up a shot hoping it hits the right part of the backboard. Vescovi, in that situation, you give up the two, brother. And uh, Christopher Gabriel said it on the the call voluntary actions last night. That's not a mistake he ever makes. I don't. He like he said it. We don't know what's going on with him. His basketball IQ just looked low there. That's not something he normally doing. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, here we are. Like, this is February. It's not like it's December. This is February, and in a month, we're playing win or go home. And you know, here we are making mistakes like that. I mean, like you said with Julian Phillips, that that just can't happen. It right. can't happen. Rick Barnes shouldn't have to tell you, hey, if you get an open layup, take it. That's another thing, man. I want to be mad at Rick Barnes, but my God, the people just unrealistic. And he yelled at Zakai after, and he yelled at Julian Phillips. I can't imagine he's and yeah he you know you probably say that in the huddle you take the you know take the free two as they're going back out there but like you said it shouldn't have to be said to that group out on the floor you've got yeah. a guy that may be in the NBA next year you've got veterans across the board elsewhere it, it shouldn't have to be said even if he didn't and it's just it was terrible and, and I want to go back to Vescovi for a second because maybe you had a different view. But what is up with our defense either over-rotating or not ro- rotating enough? I talked about this early on in the year. This team didn't do this. It didn't look like that 19 team that gave up threes at will. It hasn't looked like that up to this point. And last night, we looked exactly like that. Yeah, I don't know if they thought they didn't have any time, which, I mean, they barely got it off. And they wouldn't have got it off if they didn't put an extra point eight seconds during the timeout. Right. Also, um, SEC Network, it's a buzzer. Show the replay. Like They're looking at the monitor. I don't want to see a bunch of, I don't even know if you can call them fans, just random Vanderbilt students that happen to have a free night, so they stepped into the gym. I don't need to see them jumping up and down in the middle of the court when there's a chance that the game may not be over. Yeah. Or, sorry, it would be over, but Tennessee would have won. Yeah, just unfortunate. I mean, you, you can't. You can't allow that to happen. You, you can't allow it to happen when a team's they're they're like forty four percent and they're ranked like two hundredth and two hundred fiftieth in the country in three point percentage and and here they are against Tennessee just lighting it up. I'm yeah, glad that's... they choose that night to to be the Golden State Warriors because, <laughs> I mean, holy crap, it, it just sucks because Vanderbilt. I just I would rather lose to any other team like that except for Vanderbilt. I, I don't know if I would have liked to lose like that to anybody, but yeah, that's makes it, that does make it worse. It builds on it for sure. Yeah. But it was, I mean, and, and what really does suck is the last, I don't know, six minutes, 
five minutes was such a fun basketball game to watch. It felt like both teams were trying to throw blows. Both defenses were coming up big in areas. I was like, this has actually turned into a good basketball game where it was just real ugly for a while. And then, I mean, just terrible. I don't know what else. Just awful basketball. Well, it it takes away from the great games that, you know, I thought Vescovy had a a really good game shooting the ball. Um, Toby Awaka I thought was really good off the bench. Tyree Key found a shot. Um, You know, just those guys had a a good game, and it was just negated by – Terrible decisions down the stretch and, and leaving somebody wide open to, to beat you. And, man, what about Key just being hot from everywhere on the floor? He was hot from deep. He could step inside. He didn't want to, but stepped inside on that one three. He was good from 14 feet. I mean, the dude was just on last night. Well, and that's the frustrating part. It's like nobody's consistent. Josiah Jordan James was a no-show last night. I don't know. I know he got hurt, but he was a no-show up until then. And against Auburn, he goes – 14 and 15. It's like, where can we get some consistency within this basketball team? There's none. No. Zakai looked like the best point guard in the country up until two games ago. Well, and he kills himself. He kills himself getting in foul trouble early. One really dumb foul. Uh, one pretty questionable foul, but gets in foul trouble early. Re- leave room for the questionable ones, my friend. Um, yeah, you know, he, he only plays 24 minutes last night. How does a point guard play that good when you can't get it? You've got to stay out of foul trouble early. You have yep. to. Yep. Just frustrating, man. And I don't, I, I really don't know the fix because there were so, and in Florida last week, so many uncharacteristic mistakes out of this team. So I really don't know what the fix is. I, and I don't, if there is a fix, I don't know if it can be done in less than a month. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about this could be the, the best team in the country. And, and here we are, like, I mean, we might – we're probably in the top 25, barely. <laughs> we're the top 25. I mean, come well, on. I'm, I'm saying, like, the way we played the <laughs> last the the couple weeks, yeah. I mean, I, I would say probably not. Um, I mean, the, the switch has been flipped that fast, and I don't I don't understand really why. I don't – I think post-presence is something. They don't really have a, a true score down low. Um, Olivier, I, you know, during that Texas game, he, he looks like – an All-American, and then he just is kind of okay in this game, and, you know, some games just disappears. It's weird. Yeah, and I, I really thought – I thought he just – and I, I know you're you're dealing with a seven-footer, and that's tough, but I don't I don't think – I think his 10 points was – it just I don't think it was a good 40 minutes from him, and I think 10 points is probably generous for the performance he had. I, I think he's, he's hot and cold, too. He's probably one of the hottest and coldest guys on the team. Yeah. Well, if you're going to be cold, at least guard Robbins. I mean, holy crap. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it, it his cold? And can is we cold. get a foul called on him? I mean, he's throwing elbows. He's, I mean, he had Zakai in a chokehold at one point and no foul was called. Yeah. The, uh, that's another thing. The officiating, I'm glad they kind of let up. I mean, the credit to them in the second half before the, the real decisions we made, they just let it play and they let both teams play. So, mm-hmm. That's fine with me if you're going to let both teams play, but good, yeah. It's one of those things. It's it's hard to really complain about. I I spent hardly any time focused on the officiating because we played that poor. Yeah, I want to hate the officials. Let me hate the officials. Play good basketball. And I don't know like how much of it was poor up until the, the very end was poor, piss poor. But like up until that, like you said, it was kind of a, a good ball game. You know, Vanderbilt was hot from three. 
sometimes that just happens. But Tennessee was was clawing back and you know took the lead, and it looked like Tennessee had it won. And you know you you were going to beat a desperate team, and it looks like this team is just they have to play the underdog role. Yeah, because I think they can play with anybody in the country. But if you know you got people, you know they're being the hunted. They they just don't play well in that. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted looking. And people were mad at me. I was I was a little hot last night. I tweeted, "It's officially baseball season." But when you, I mean, we're eight days away. Like it's it's not. Like, it is. It's not false. Like it's fact. Um, now I I did say that because I was pissed off that we lost. Yes. Um, but I mean, how can you really trust this team going into? Toward the end of the season, I mean, you got a tough stretch. You got Missouri, Alabama, at Kentucky, at A and M. I mean, that's a it, it's going to be a rough couple weeks if you don't get some things figured out. And and losing Josiah, you know, it looks like it's his ankle. wasn't able to put much weight on it when he was leaving the the court, and um, that's a that's tough. Yeah, at least it looks like it's ankle, and it's not a a re. Reoccurring injury. re-injuring the knee. It doesn't mm. look like that's the good news of that. But yeah, it's it's definitely tough if he's down for any amount of time because yeah. you've got to use every game opportunity right now to fi- figure it out. Figure it out. I had a guy tell me that uh, I should go cheer for Bama. Um, you know, I wish I could honestly. Right? No. I, I I mean I don't like I can't. I wish I physically I cannot. <laughs> I wish I could cheer for a Bama-like program. Yeah. I guess he means in football. I mean, this is – yeah, they've had recent success in basketball, but not much like this season. They also lost by 10 to a terrible Oklahoma team. They lost by more than that. They lost by like Oh, they 25. lost by 20. Sorry, they lost, yeah. was it 25? They, were, they lost by 20. Yeah. Weren't they 10-point favorites? Is that what I'm thinking? Of? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what it feels like to lose a game your 10-point favorites in. <laughs> I could not imagine that. <laughs> Just a, what a weird feeling that would be. Speaking, uh, I don't want to get into that. Never mind. Sorry. Moving on. Yeah, don't be mad. I'm I'm a huge Tennessee fan. Don't don't tell me to go fake. Yeah, I just you're fake, dude. I was having a, I was having a moment. You know, I, I'm glad I don't do a, a reaction show. After, it would have been bad. <laughs> I yelled uh, a lot learned, of cuss we, words last night. We learned our we learned our lesson after I think it was Missouri in 2017. Yeah, no, yeah, we can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> <laughs> That video might be available somewhere still. I bet it's on the internet. I hope it's. They say it's nothing. Not. They say nothing goes away. So. I hope it's not. I hope it's gone forever. <laughs> I would like for me and you to have possession of it. I feel like it could it could get taken away from us and it could be used as blackmail. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. But we just got back from Vegas, man. Maybe Vegas. it is our fault. We, lost. we, we brought oh, back terrible luck won. with us. Hey, I'm working on a bet right now. I'm working on another teaser. I had one teaser last night. I'm working on one more. Hey, guys, people people don't win money in Vegas. That's <laughs> yeah. A, that, if they said they do, they're liars. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> if well, they win a little bit of money, casinos are spending it in food and airfare and, and Airbnb. Some Vegas is getting that money somehow. Honestly, though, every meal I ate in Vegas, I don't regret paying the amount I paid. Except for Hooters. Oh, I was really just mad about it. the food was delicious, and I do not like Hooters. That Hooters food was good. The, t- 
the meal, the, the experience pissed me off. Yeah, the experience is bad. That's the only one I regret. That doesn't count. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Also, I don't. You kind of told on us going to Hooters in Vegas. It's a pretty lame move. It was, it was in the casino. Like nothing is in walking distance. Now they know we're playing one dollar blackjack. Land. Stop <laughs> telling on us, man. I do <laughs> have. A, I do have a kind of a story for Vegas, and I, w- I want to get somebody else's take to see or. or if y'all want to get in the chat and let let us know what you would do in this situation, so our buddy our buddy Dylan, who's part of this show, oh. I'm going to tell on him. It's okay, <laughs> it's fine. I'm, we're not mad. Um, we're just a little bit disappointed. So he um, tells us he's given us fifty dollars to um, gamble with. Cool. So we're betting like we got fifty dollars in the bank just, and uh, we get to the last day and still don't have the money, and. He pays for lunch, which was weird. I mean, whatever. Pay for lunch. He's like, I'll just, I'll just divide it, divide it up, and I'll send the remaining amount to your Venmo. Okay, cool. Well, we get to dinner, and right after dinner, Caleb's like, "Hey, man, you should go put all that money you're going to give us on red on roulette." And if it hits, you know, you double it, and we'll just pay you back for the for the lunch. Well, Dylan's like, screw it, and just went and does it and hits. And we're like, okay, cool. We got a hundred dollars. Well, you know, he he's won some more money. He got he got pretty hot on the blackjack table. Good for him. He was the only one. So good for him. Claps. Yeah. And um, wake up the next morning, got a fifteen dollar Venmo. <laughs> I love how salty Landon is about this. It makes the story better. I mean, like, I, I love the guy, and I wasn't expecting the fifty dollars. But don't tell me I get a hundred and give me fifteen. <laughs> I don't know if he ever technically agreed to my idea. He just he didn't say a word to me. He just walked he, over and did it. Right. So I don't I don't know where the I don't know what the terms and conditions were. Yeah, but yeah, that story is that story. Is he blames it that he was inebriated and doesn't. It's um, yeah, I'm and, just and gonna I, drink enough at your wedding where uh, I'm gonna get my money's worth. A little disrespectful, Landon, to say no one wins money in Vegas. If I had stayed playing red and black all night at random roulette tables throughout Vegas, I would have came out ahead. You should have done it, dude. I I lost. I was in the high winning percentages for that. We would just walk in casinos if we were just on our way to dinner. And my rule was we passed a roulette table, just pick a color off the top of my head, play it, and I was hitting at a very high percentage. So I don't I don't like these lies. So doing. so let us know if what you would do in that situation. Who should get who should get what? Should we fifteen or a hundred? That's what we need to know. <laughs> I yeah I I didn't. Landon's the only dishonest part. A little bit is the story. It didn't happen exactly like that of me telling Dylan that, but. That it was, was very great. just like, hey, you should do this, and he turns around and just does it. Yeah, that's what, I, I did. That's what I, I did tell him that he didn't have to, and I told him also that you can ask everybody if they agree, which most of the group already had. That's a, that's a that was a fun hand, and we were hot at that table. We hit in red, we hit red or black three or four times in a row before that, back and forth. And one of the guys I think was kind of mad. He was like, "These dudes, it's it's stupid." He's like, they've not missed. <laughs> <laughs> don't hate the player, hate the game. Oh, Vegas is fun though. Um, I don't it's one of those cities I don't know if I ever really want to do again. Um Yeah, it's a it's a lot. Maybe like a few years do again. But uh 
go kart racing. It was definitely yeah. Go kart was fun. Racing. Yeah, you Not are me. bad. What was that? Well, you I'm bad. <laughs> I'm bad. And then those dudes just made me so nervous. Like I'm a oh, terrible driver. I know. I'm terrified to wreck, and that didn't help. Dude, there's you got bumpers on that thing. And dog. then and then I was terrified of those dudes that were. I wasn't trying to go in the hospital because some drunk dude was racing his buddy. Yeah, Sam a, Darnold a, got, uh, yeah, went straight to the wall. Yeah, in a, I'm not going to get wrecked by a guy wearing a Sam Darnold jersey. I was defensive dropping. A for Jets sure. jersey at that. Yeah. Oh, wow. You can't hate Carolina now? Well, I mean, at least it's his current team. Wearing an old jersey <laughs> for a bad quarterback. At least we're his current team. Hey, you know he got that at Ross for like $7. Why are you oh, hating? Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised somebody didn't have a Jake Locker. I still see Jake Locker jerseys at Oh, my Ross. God. I'm going to lose this teaser on a freaking last-second shot. I'm, I'm... Hey, that's just Vegas, man. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> FAU's going to the free throw line. We're good. We're good, boys. Clap it up. Um, Yeah, Vegas was a ton of fun. I will never sp- – I don't think I hit a single sports bet in Vegas. The Not only one I hit was the Bucks. I had the parlay. I think I went one for three. The more I talk about, it, the more I hate that place. So I don't know why we're. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's kind of gross, but it was it was cool to just bro out, you know. Yeah, for sure. Oh no, I had a great time. Friday night's the hardest I've laughed in my entire life. Yeah. And Caleb also <laughs> um, snores like a grizzly bear. We've learned. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. I mean, you can ask you can ask anybody. It's. I don't know what you're gonna do about it though. I mean. It's... Get a CPAP? I might. might need to. Let's get the balls in the NFL draft. Yeah, let's talk it. Yeah, so there's a lot of mock drafts going on. Speaking of Vegas, I do. We ran into our our good friend, Jakob Johnson. Yeah, Jakob Johnson. Saw him, fullback for the Raiders, VFL. The Raiders. Raiders. Um, Yeah, that was really cool. He was – Super great dude. You know, I, I think it, it kind of made his day that we were just like, hey, you played for UT, didn't you? And he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I doubt he's ever been recognized in Vegas for that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe since he's there so often, maybe, but probably pretty slim. And he was the ni- nicest guy in the world. I mean, oh, that's my only interaction with him, but so nice. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, love love that guy. Hopefully, we can get him on the show soon. Um, I'll try to work that I wasn't, out. I was embarrassed that I had a massive um, – what are those things called? Those uh, that drink I had. Oh, uh, daiquiri. I <laughs> had a massive daiquiri, and I was like, "Oh, dude, <sighs> that daiquiri is delicious." It was. It was good. It was four, five shots. No, I got five extra shots. So, how many? Oh shots my god, had. was that a fifty dollar drink? <laughs> Thirty-seven. <laughs> 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 Did you not remember me walking away and going, "Don't even ask me. I'm pissed." <laughs> <laughs> she made it sound like it wasn't going to be that much. She was like, "Yeah, get get some more shots." Oh yeah, she was like, she's like, "Do you want a shot of this and this and this?" And I'm like, "I mean, I would love to, but I don't want to pay for that." So she made it sound like it was like one. And, and everything in Vegas, they're just trying to get a dollar out of you somehow. Oh, for sure. I got handcuffed and was asked for money. <laughs> I mean, I told I told Raven about that. It was strange. Oh, she got the pictures. No, delete, 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 deny, <laughs> deny, deny. Um, let, let's get the let's get the balls in the NFL draft real quick. So there's a lot of mock drafts going around. Man, I've seen some Tennessee players like 
be mocked to go high. Yeah, the Jalen Hyatt number twelve. I mean, that's that's insane. He didn't even play hardly any last year. <laughs> well, and I think too. I think they're probably already looking at his measurables and going, "Yeah, we're gonna." So I said after the combine, I thought you know he could. This is that's when he'd move up. Mm-hmm. My guess is they've already looked at the measurables and gone. This is where we're going to put him at. That's what I because I don't think he's going to climb any higher, but he's going to be one of the fastest guys of the draft. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Or at the combine, excuse me. Speed doesn't have a bad day. Um, so yeah, I, I thought you know going number twelve to the Texans. I, I think that's a little high, um, but I could see going him you know in the twenties somewhere, and uh, hopefully he's with a good team. I don't really want to see him go to the Texans because. <laughs> I wanted to see him go with a good quarterback. Yeah, that that would be uh that'd be brutal. Could be a good, you know, it's interesting though. That could work out, and I mean, he could potentially be uh, an early impact guy if they're anything like they were last year. Yeah, Joey Boots said, uh, unless the Texans get Hooker, yeah, maybe we'll see. I mean, who's who's their quarterback now? Davis Mills. I mean, Davis Mills, maybe. Hopefully somebody can be him. He's he does have see, a long neck. He can see, he can see everybody. Opposite of Drew Brees. Did you see Hendon on Pat McAfee show? Was he with the Bush's baked beans shirt? Yeah, dude. <laughs> that thing looked huge on him. <laughs> He's just the nicest guy in the world, man. He is. Like he just seems so genuine. I'm I that that's a guy that's easy to root for right there. Easy to root for. Listen, I, I don't I don't blame other people for hating guys like Drew Gilbert. I love him because he's a vol. If you're playing for the other team, man, you, you can't help but hate a guy like that. Yeah. I don't know how you hate Hooker, though. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he's another one that um, has been mocked to go in the first round. I mean, I would love nothing more to see. We have four guys so far to be um, projected to be in the first round in, in different mock drafts, so – Probably doesn't work out that way, but I think it's huge for your program if you're able to get a couple guys in there. I think Jalen Hyatt has a really good shot, and I think Darnell Wright, I mean, him being the offensive lineman of the week at the Senior Bowl, and, you know, he just – he had such a monster year. I mean, the guys he had to block and didn't give up a sack, Will Anderson, B.J. Ojolari, guys that are projected, you know, Will Anderson could maybe – I don't know what the Bears are going to do, but he could – potentially be the number one draft pick. And then B.J. Ojolari, I, I think, is a first-rounder, too. So, um, yeah, I think he had a phenom- phenomenal year. And if you're wanting a really good tackle body, I think Darnell Wright is – he can play in any offense. You know, he played in Jeremy Pruitt's offense where they didn't score and it was horrible to watch. And then he played in an up-tempo offense. So, I think he's got some versatility as well. That was yeah. a shot at Jeremy Pruitt, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Darnell's year. That's just we said it halfway through. I'm, talk about a money year for him. So I, mm. Another guy that's you want to root for. Yeah. All right, I'll just say it. I'm going to root for all the balls. Might as well just get it out there in the open. want to be clear with my audience. Yeah, one I was surprised with is Byron Young. Mel Copper Jr. put him, I think, 20th to the Seahawks, which him and Darrell Taylor would be on the – same position, same team. I mean, having them on both sides of the ball would be pretty cool to see, but I don't know. It's just a I mean, hard one for me to think he, he goes that high. Yeah, for sure. It does make me – he seems like a guy who did 
struggle with the decision uh, whether to go or not because he, he was available. I guess it would have been his COVID year. He's that weird because he's got a weird – he had to sit out two games for eligibility issues. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think he had a COVID year left. Um, obviously played he, – he got – probably got some stock uh, against Clemson. And then, but I do think after making that decision, he probably got graded out pretty good. Now I don't know what that means, where he got graded out at. So that one still shocks me first round, but I, I, I'm going to guess he goes higher than we suspect. I mean, it just goes to show you like how like important that position is in football. Oh yeah, and and Rodney Garner's coach. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then Cedric Tillman, we'll see where he ends up. Um, you know, him having the um, injuries this season didn't help his stock at all. But uh, hopefully you see him go second, third round. And, uh, I mean, just seeing those guys, like, get drafted that high is pretty incredible. Because I think going into the season, we're like, you know, who who would get drafted? It was pretty much just Cedric was kind of your only thought. Yeah. Cedric and, and probably Darnell Wright later on. And if Jalen Hyatt's a first-round pick after the season he has, I got to think Cedric comes out the season he had last year, and he's close to a first-round pick. Yeah. And that injury sucks. I wonder what he can make – what kind of ground he can make up at the combine. I'm excited to watch the combine. I feel like we haven't really wanted to necessarily watch the combine the last few years. I'm excited we got a reason to. I love yeah. the combine. Yeah, for sure. Um, And that's well, – like, again, that's just big for your program. Like, I, I think a reason why – wide receivers want to go to Ohio State is, you know, that they, they're sprinkled all over the NFL. You see them drafted in the first round all the time. Um, this is just going to be an even more of a reason for Tennessee to land some high-profile wide receivers. Because um, not only can you be a Blitnikoff winner, you can also go in the first round of the NFL draft. Yeah, and Pro Bowl. Tennessee's Pro – or Pro Bowl, Pro Day. Tennessee's Pro Day is going to be – Fun to see the, the the guys that show up. All the I'm sure all 32 teams will be there this year, and and maybe even some big name guys. I think Mike Vrabel's attended a few the last few years. Yeah, he's a big Tennessee guy. Or <laughs> he might like him. I'm just glad the NFL is kind of not like the NBA. The NBA like NBA players woke up today and didn't know what team Dude, they were on. I was I, I went and read the trades that happened before the deadline. I couldn't make it halfway through the article without being confused. I just yeah. I gave up. I know yeah, Kevin Durant with the Suns, and I'm good. That's all I need to know. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, this is kind of a, a fail, but I'll go ahead and um, – or a stupidity, but I'll go ahead and say it. Um, so, Patrick Beverly – D'Angelo Russell got traded to the Lakers. Patrick Beverly said the gang is back together because they played in Minnesota last year. And then, like, two hours after that, Patrick Beverly gets traded to the Magic. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron never sleeps when it comes to trade season. Got to. NBA is just weird. I mean, it's hard to. It's hard to follow. It is hard it, to follow. It, it is. I mean, I think the NFL is. It's definitely like worse than it used to be. Like you see guys just be there for years and years and years, and, and that's just not the case anymore. But at least like you can follow it a little bit. The but NBA I'm... is just like. You have the offseason, and then you have the trade deadline in the middle. I mean, it's just insane throughout the whole entire year. Yeah, and I don't think this is necessarily completely a problem in the NBA. There, are, But 
there are some superstars that are this way. I don't feel like you have superstars in the NFL leaving unless they're on the back end of their careers. You mentioned yeah. how long – it feels like the they stay if – I mean, obviously so, – So you think the NBA anywhere. needs a franchise tag? No, because you wouldn't franchise tag a guy like Kevin Durant. Or would you? Well, I guess you could, but surely – He would hate it. <laughs> Yeah, like, what's the point? He'd, he'd probably hold out. I mean, yeah. But yeah, they probably have rules. They probably, the CBA probably has something where they can't franchise tag a guy over X amount of dollars. Yeah. Surely not. Unless the NBA franchise tag is different. <clears throat> Maybe. I don't know. But it, it's, it, it, I've never been a big NBA fan, anyways. The closest team is Atlanta, I guess. And, I don't know. Never the Hawks, the Hawks just don't do it for you. <laughs> well, I kind of, I kind of just hate Atlanta. I associate them with Georgia. I don't like them. Yeah, that's fair. Never like, never like the Falcons. So, what about Memphis? You go to Memphis. I, I, mean, I it's do not close, but yeah, I, I do. I guess like if you ask me my NBA team, I'm telling you the Grizzlies just because they're a Tennessee team. I have no, I like John Morant, but I mean, I don't, I don't have any. Reason to watch them every night on my TV. Well, it's hard to watch those games anyway. Well, that's a, and that's another thing. It, it kind of like baseball, a hundred or eighty games is just a lot. It is fun to bet on though. Any night of the week, you know, you can place a bet. That is fun. Yeah. Agreed. That. <clears throat> All right, let's get to let's get to baseball. Baseball. It's almost. You, what'd you say? Eight days away. We are eight days away. Yes. Eight days away from seeing the. A phenomenal bullpen, man. I'm excited for or this uh, pitching rotation and bullpen. It, it's going to be – you thought last year was fun? Buckle up. Yeah, and Tony Vitello did a little preview with our good friend Eric Kane, um, and he was talking about the pitchers, and he said it, it's the deepest staff that they've had since they've been there, um, which is not like too – It has like, to be. I don't think yeah, that's a hot day. Yeah, yeah like it, it – yeah, like, Last year was probably it, and then you return pretty much everybody except um, Ben Joyce and, and Redmond Walsh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you get everybody back. Cannon Sewell's back. Uh, I mean, you get all like your the weekend back, which I feel like is the biggest. Obviously, thankfully, you get a guy like Kirby back, and then you mentioned you just mentioned Camden. But I, I mean, I think the biggest thing is that you just brought in you returned weekend rotation of all American or. Either potential or all Americans. Yeah, and them having the the picture of um, holding the the basketball like the Miami Heat. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Did you see nothing too fancy? No free ads. You guys owe us. Did you see their shirt for the the chases? Pretty oh cool. yeah. Dylan Is it chases. some Dylan chases? Okay, I, I thought it was something about the aces. Yeah, uh, they obviously spelled chase chases with a C, and okay. then they have them on like ace cards. Okay. It's pretty cool. I, I'm not. I don't love those. Nothing too fancy shirts. Um, I didn't. You know, like the folk smash. Nothing. I just. I don't wear. Print, I'm wearing a printed hoodie right now. Uh, life is good, but I don't normally wear those. I, that that's a shirt I may need to purchase. It's just. It looks cool. Like, I'm not a huge fan days. of that material. The the Bella Canvas shirts. I just can't. I, I can't do it. <laughs> you gotta get XL. That's the key. It just like it just fits so weird on my body. I don't know what it XL, is. Like the XL sleeves brother. are tight, and 
It, well, if I get an XL, the sleeves are still tight. Dang, dude, just well, stop lifting weights. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? Go double XL. I don't. I mean, this this man's over here banging out fifties with dumbbells. Strong. Golly, I'm trying to be like you, dog. I mean, you can't. So watch out. <laughs> this is all natural, baby. You look good, dude. Feel by beer and pizza. Hey, yo. I mean, that's two of my favorite things. So at I mean. altitude. <laughs> that altitude will get you every time. Um, I do think it is a, a pretty awesome tradition that the alums give back to buy like the team cleats. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, they buy the cleats. I saw the tennis shoes or those cleats. Those are cleats. Yeah. Oh. Those are like tra- yeah, the trainers and, and cleats. Yeah. The, uh, and those white ones are. Sick. They're filthy, dude. They are. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing either. So that's something. I'll yeah, think. I think it. They started, or I know it, it. Like, they tweeted about it last year. Um, I guess it's not. It, it's a tradition. So I'm sure they've done it since they've been here. Um, I think that a lot, obviously a lot of guys be- contributing to that. Uh, I think that's that's really cool, and it, it just kind of shows the the culture of that program. Yeah. Um, guys want to be around the program. Like we talked to Connor Pavoloni and. Um, He's still around it all the time. They're they're welcoming for for former players to come back, and then I think that gives them a reason. Hey, they poured into us. We're going to pour back into the program, and I th- I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think the coolest thing, and and I'm sure there's some guys that maybe didn't have the best experience because that's just the way it goes. Not everyone's going to be happy, but it just seems like an overwhelming number of the guys loved their experience here with with Tony Vitello and, and everyone else and. Like you said, they just want to give back. And that tradition is a, a cool way to kind of give you a reason to be involved. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everyone can pitch in to, to do that. You don't have to be special. And, and like you said, it's uh, a lot of guys that graduated several years ago or, or went on several years ago or contributed to it. So probably been happening for a while. And, um, dude, I love the gray ones. I'm not a big fan of dark cleats normally. They're – I don't know. White, white cleats just – pop i don't know what it, it is. is but oh, those gray yeah. those gray ones are sick the high tops that'd, that'd be a, i i wouldn't i wouldn't love those in baseball the high top yeah i, I i'm probably with you in terms of feel but they look they look yeah they, they look good yeah for sure <laughs> i think they're the reacts i think that's what Maybe. they are um yeah they all look, even the black ones like i'm not a fan of black cleats but even those look good yeah, the yeah, I agree. I love the laces. Yeah, are they? I don't even know. Yeah, I guess they are checkerboard. I need a pair of checkerboard laces. And then the, all, the, all the check, rock, checkerboard laces. Checkerboard laces. There you go. Yeah, put your name on it. <laughs> um, the the roster is finally released. It took them a while, but they got it and um, got a few number changes in there. So Christian Moore is going to be number one. He was number seven last year. Um, Mally Hoon is number two. Dude, middle infield being number one and number two, that is badass. <laughs> They're already like I don't I, without even seeing them play, already <laughs> one of the top duos in the nation because they're number one and two. It just makes you look so much better. Look good, play good. We know they're one gonna, and two. Well, you have no problem with that. Yeah. Um. And you, you had some more kind of changes in there. Not a 
not a ton. I'm not going to read all those, but um, man, it's getting close. Eight days. Sure. Um, we also are going to have our, our the bat flips going to be back. Oh yeah, we'll be back. Not this Monday, but next Monday after the first series in Arizona. Um, we'll have that. Me and Dylan Taylor, Kay, will be producing that and and being around it as well. So, looking forward for that. So stay tuned. And uh, man, I'm just I'm just excited. They, they did have some projections, like the, the SEC coaches um, did their preseason. Tennessee was picked first in the East, but not a single coach picked them to win the SEC. I thought that was strange. LSU got 11 votes, I think. Ole Miss got say, one. With LSU, the Mississippi's and Arkansas being where they should be this year, it, it would be it'd be hard to pick. At least, I mean, single ones may be shocking, but it definitely – I'd be shocked if Tennessee was favored. Yeah. That's true. I get that. Um, I just don't know how they didn't get one. That that does shock. That's the shocking uh, what, sure. LSU got 11. Tennessee doesn't get one. That's – People do love – I can't wait. Alex Box, we're coming for you. Yeah. Um, And Tennessee had four – uh, on the preseason, um, all SEC teams, Camden Sewell, Maui Ahuna, Chase Dolander, Chase Burns. Dude, they're not giving – like, people aren't giving enough love to Blake Burke and Christian Moore and Jared Dickey. Those are three guys that really helped this team last year be, you know, as good as they were. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm a little surprised that they're not included in some of these. Yeah, and I think, too, what people are kind of missing with them is, that, I mean, they didn't play a ton. Of, you're talking about their bats. That helped a lot. Mm-hmm. You haven't even seen them play in the field yet. Yep. Real. I mean, obviously, they did not weekends is what I mean. So, I'm, I'm with you. Look out. Uh, did we also decide who the official Gator killer was? Is it Jalen Wright or is it Camden Sewell? Oh, it's Camden Sewell, 100%. Okay. All right, I mean, just making sure. The Gator – Gator killer, it wouldn't be Jalen. Jalen. Oh, you you said Jalen Wright. I thought you said Hyatt. Yeah, it's got to be Camden Sewell. God, now maybe Jalen Wright can can change that. Listen, can't I'm not going into I, the swamp. I agree with you, but I just need to point out that I, I'm sorry, Camden. That TD, that that Selly, he's coming for you. So I need you to secure Gator killer. I need you to submit you your name there. there you and hey, yeah. if you want to hit him with a little, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah. Do it for the pod. <laughs> we also for, forgot our good friend Xander Seacrest. He's back too. Xander Seacrest. And I love the number. Guy. We need a 20, 48. I mean, they're just a whatever number, and he just Wes rocks Rainey. it. He rocks it, man. Wes was 48, wasn't he? He was 44. He was 48 his freshman year. Yeah, that's right. He was 44 growing up and 48 his freshman year. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, All right. Well, that's kind of all I got for baseball. I'm excited. Uh, Herb Herb Goney did ask, you expect the same weekend rotation of Burns, Doe, and Beam? (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Yeah, and I I I do think that – I'm calling them the chases. Sorry, it's over, Drew. You're chasing now. <laughs> <Yeah>. The chases. <laughs> and uh, it's interesting because that wasn't supposed to be like that last year. And it just kind of fell into place. And hopefully that's going to help you out this season 
with, you know, having to uh, utilize Drew like that. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm excited. There'll be no learning where, curves with, with the, the weekend rotation. No, I'm I'm excited to see how Chase, and, uh, Chase Burns and Drew Beam work through this year. You, you kind of had some questions if maybe, especially a guy like Drew Beam who hadn't pitched in two years, some questions about how long can he sustain what he's doing. And, and there were some maybe injuries in the right word, but bang, you know, just wear and tear from a, a season-long SEC schedule. So I'm excited to see now that you've got one year under your belt, can you be more – obviously, it's pitched, It's tough to pitch in that league at, at any age, 18 or 22, but um, see if you can kind of – your body can kind of learn from that and, and not have those issues pop up. Yeah, and, and even if you do, I, I feel like you have guys that can come in. Seth Halverson's pitched in this league before as a starter. He was Missouri's Friday night guy a couple years ago. Um, he's back healthy. Camden Swole is a guy that he'd love to start. It's just kind of worked out where he's just been the swing guy for Tennessee. But when he started, he's done a phenomenal job. Yeah, and, and you're going to have to utilize guys like that in postseason. I mean, it, it's just kind of written in stone that Camden's going to start a game in the SEC tournament if you, if, you, if you go that far. So, yeah, they're definitely not concerned about the guys behind you if you have to utilize, but uh, you, you definitely want to stay healthier for the entire regular season. Um, yeah, and and, and I think this is just going to be a, it's just going to be a, a pitching lab pretty much <laughs> with Frank Anderson at the helm. I mean, how do guys we, not want to come here? Have we ever had an assistant pay more than a head coach? Has that ever happened? Definitely not in SEC baseball. I'm sorry, Tony, but do whatever you got to do to keep the guy. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Get this man a house. Does he own a helicopter? We can get him a helicopter. He probably doesn't even like. He just seems so content. Like he just doesn't. You know that dude it. that was uh, Bryce DeChambeau's swing uh, swing coach. I don't know if you ever saw those videos. He turned his uh, living room into a, a driving range, essentially. That mm-hmm. I, I imagine Frank Anderson has a big house just so he can have hitting cages that his pitchers can come throw in. That's that's what I imagine. He's, yeah, he doesn't care about furniture. He's just. Building baseball, baby. He just got like bands all around his house that they can come like, <laughs> yeah, swarm up a little bit. He's that guy. <clears throat> who's the who's the get back coach? That's Zerk. I forgot Zerk. <laughs> Zerk is yeah. the, the get back coach. <laughs> he always does look surprised by his his roles, but he is out there quicker than I think most people could be. Yeah. I wonder if he has a oh, here we go again moment. Oh, he can I'm probably sure. he can probably see the calls. Very intelligent when it comes to baseball. He can probably see the calls happen and just know, like, I better get in front. Yeah. I'm sure, like, he's sitting there, he's just like, no, no, <laughs> no, no. And then he's just full takeoff. Well, and baseball pants don't really have, like, actual belt loops. You know, you see the get-back coaches in college grabbing the loop. In baseball, it's a little bit different. I mean, it's like a – you'd have to slide that finger all the way in. So, whoa. <laughs> More important issues after dark. Yeah, hey, uh, clip that. Speaking of, you you also never – I don't know how long our background has said 2022, but it is definitely 2023. I feel like I need to put that out there. I feel like – has that been like that for – At least two episodes. Dang. <laughs> well, we're, we're, attention to de- we're attention to detail over here, guys. Don't, yeah, don't worry about it. us. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, baseball. Woo. Don't be mad at me because I tweeted baseball. it's officially baseball season. It is officially baseball season. That's a fact. Yeah, and I want to give a shout out. Speaking of, of these these great pitchers and great players, shout out to Underdog Sports. I mean, I've got a number one overall draft pick autograph. There you go. We've got Christian Moore, and then uh, Maui Maui Huna. I, I could have Landon. I, we might be sitting on three All American autographs. It's, it's potential. Yeah, good. Very well. I love it. Let's let's give them another little underdog real quick. So Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectible store with a wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia, like you saw from Caleb. Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autograph helmet or the most recent Topps baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT grads and proudly sports UT sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Stop by the University Commons Shopping Center next to Publix and Domino's to check them out. Open six days a week with live YouTube shows, three nights per week. Remember, always bet the underdog. Love them. Go check them out, guys. Shout um, out. You got some questions for us? I do have some questions. So uh, these, these are submitted by some fans. So, or not this first one, but the other two are. Uh, the first one I got, name your, what is your three college programs you hate the most? Any sport? Kentucky, Alabama, Vanderbilt. Any sport? In particular, Alabama football, Kentucky basketball, Vanderbilt, pick baseball or football, either one. Dang it. I had that same thing, Caleb. <laughs> okay. Um, Great we'll change it up. We'll change it up. Uh, Carson Newman. <laughs> Specifically, their, their water polo team. They're some jack wagons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, UT Southern, formerly Martin Methodist. I don't know why. Just don't like them. Just out of here. Okay. And my third, uh, I'm sorry, sorry, Joe, and to the people, great people of Philadelphia, uh, Duquesne. And, and I, Duquesne is the, they're not the Dukes, are they? That'd be too stupid. I just hate the way they spell their name. And then if you've ever looked at their football slash soccer field, I think they have, I think they have a football team. It is the dumbest field configuration I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. I like that. Let me pull it up. I've got to pull this up. Why you? So you can give me. I need you to three me off the dome since I just did three off the dome. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go uh, Shane Beamer. <laughs> just him. Yeah, just him in general. Yeah. I mean, if there's one coach I just hate, I don't know why, but like these past two years, like my hate for Shane Beamer has just been through the roof. Um, Shane Beamer. Hmm. I hate I hate USC. I just think that those McDonald's colors playing in the Coliseum where they have a freaking racetrack now, I mean, it's just trash. Dude, that race, I mean, I'm not into NASCAR anyways, but I can understand, like, why live people like it. I get that. I don't get how anybody could watch that. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, this might be kind of hard to see on here. Did you have a – was that your second or third? That was my second. Okay, give me your third. Mm, Florida. I, I, I hate Florida so much. That makes sense. So, yeah, this is kind of hard to see. But if you look. Ooh, soccer, what in the heck? If you look at their soccer lines, they come all the way to the bottom before the stands. But they, on the other side, they only go three yards past the white line. 
in football. Not past the out-of-bounds line, but like the coach's box in football. It's the dumbest field configuration I've ever seen. It'd be like if you think playing on as a soccer player playing on football lines or as a football player playing on soccer lines confusing. I can't imagine this when the field's off center. It's obnoxious, and I hate them for it. And they are the Dukes. I told you, give me any. They're not any FBS in football. Give me any mascot. I got you. That that circle is rough, man. And then look at this, Duquesne. Who spells Duquesne that way? Also, like it from here, it just looks like Deuce is on one side of the end zone, and the other. The other end zone, this yeah. is on the other side. It looks stupid. It's bad. And what really pisses me off is I feel like it could be a really, really cool stadium because it's kind of in the middle of everything. Like, you, you see where I'm zooming out? Like, that could be really cool. No, we're going to configure it in this terrible way. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm sorry, Joe. I've got I've to I've gotta cheer for the, uh, the Chiefs in this one now. That's because <laughs> of Duquesne. Yeah, I'm sorry. Duquesne sucks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. E8. We gave him getting on the flight for Vegas. I gave someone a little E-A-G-L-E-S. A uh, little honorable mention. Eagles. Eagles. For, um, <laughs> yeah. Trey Booth said F. Duquesne. Yeah, he's not a big fan either. Um, another one that's kind of getting me is um, Arkansas baseball. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Dave Van Horn. He- but you hate Vanderbilt baseball more. Like, they're on your OG list. Oh, yeah, 100%. Tim Corbin's okay. way worse than Dave Vanderbilt. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Shane Beamer's worth them, worse than both of them, though. So, who was your, your third one? Um, Arkansas baseball? Is that your official third? Yeah, I guess I – I thought I said a third one. Oh, I said Florida. Yeah, Florida. Are you mad at me for my Carson Newman take? Are you, no, like, are you close to those water polo guys? No. I don't even remember. Close. Oh, it's UT Martin. Or not UT Martin. Martin Methodist. Yeah, I don't care. Like, I enjoyed my time there. <laughs> I have no reason to ever go back. I love the people there. <laughs> Dude, Jeff City's destination town. No, it's not. It's, the only Dude, reason why Jeff City is even on a map anymore is because it has pals. Have you been to – have you never been to Cherokee Dam, my friend? Clearly. I have, yeah. And you should give me freaking – um, that water used to give me f- freaking ear infections. That's why you got ear infections. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is. It's contaminated <laughs> water. I did a science project on it. On the water at Cherokee Dam? Yeah, apparently like a couple years ago, like a um, sewer line broke in the under the lake. So it's... <laughs> and you did a science project on this? Yeah. <laughs> I had to go like sample the water and like test it. Did you drink it? Hell no. I probably have, but. What's our next question? We're going to tangent the hell out of the show. Um, biggest concern for Tony's team heading into baseball season? Mm, probably the same thing that's plaguing this basketball team right now. You know they're really good, so can they be consistent for you know, 50 games, assuming they play that many? For me, because, I mean, it's a new team. Not new, but you got a you got a lot of new faces that haven't had to play a full play ahead in the full season. So, yeah, I think that's my I think that's my only question. Can they be good well, for the whole season? Say it one more time. Sorry, just, I got breaking news just on my phone. You're good. So. Uh, consistency, just being consistent throughout the, the season. I, I know there's yeah. I know a lot of the players are really good. So can they do it for a full season? Yeah, I think I think it's got to be the same thing last year. Last year you replaced pretty much everybody, so that's it's, true. That's I don't point. think you're replacing everybody because I don't think the the pitching staff is, is what you're worrying about. 
but you do have to replace every position player pretty much. Um, now you have a lot of t- talent behind it. Um, and I think it's better than last year, but catcher is still a question mark for me. Um, you know, Jared Dickey of, apparently is going to be in the outfield to start. And you um, thought we'll it was going to be Dickey too. So yeah. even more of a question mark. Which kind of makes me feel better, right? Yeah, I agree. Because, I, I mean, you you heard Connor Pavoloni um, talking about Charlie Taylor. Like, the dude's a stud behind the plate. I got to imagine the only real question for him is uh, what's he going to be in the batter's box? Yeah. Uh, speaking of Connor Pavoloni, he sent me some breaking news. Oh, okay. Um, so the World Baseball Classic is about to start, and uh, guess who got a roster spot? Liam this Spence spot. for Australia. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. So it's a it's when you say about to start, it is about to be on like it's about to, the game is about to start, or they're going to like a camp. Yeah, it's like a um is it an all-star game? That's it. No, it's it a, it's not yeah, it's like a, a big, I guess, tournament. I guess that's right. it's kind of like the like how you'd play the Olympics. Like okay, that. so like he's about to go to like train with them. Correct. Yes, okay, he, gotcha. he made gotcha. the the Australian team. Yes, sweet. I think. Awesome. O, o, I mean, Otani's playing for Japan. Um, you know, there's some. Yeah, it's World Cup of Baseball. Thank you. I'm not going to re- say the rest of what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, no, I, I've definitely seen this played, but I didn't yeah. know what it was called. Well, that's really cool that that he earned a roster spot, and um, I mean, that dude is just. A freak. Yeah, he's a stud. When you look at him, you're like, no, I mean, he just doesn't wow you physically, but he does not look like a baseball player. Dude freaking lights it up. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, mine would probably be, my biggest concern is probably still catcher, but having to replace every position player is, you know, you just got to find fits. And last year, everything just kind of fit together and worked. Um. I think there's a ton of talent on this team, but you still have to have that buy-in and, um, you know, it, it's work. So that'd be my concern going going forward. But, hey, we got plenty of talent, man. We got plenty of it. Yep. Oozing with talent, if you will. <laughs> uh, last one I got, it pertains to basketball. So do you think Barnes prevents this team from playing loosely? I mean, I definitely think there's a different style um, in him and Tony Vitello. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like they're on two – Tony's on a, a very far end of the spectrum. That is not common in any sport to really see that. And I think Josh Heupel is closer to Tony Vitello than he is Rick Barnes. But he's as of right now – kind of both. I, well, I don't know if it's even that he's a good mixture. But as of right now, I don't think you can say that he lets his team play quite as loose as, as Tony, but they're also two different disciplines, two different sports. Um, that football is a sport where every down you have to be very disciplined because you you could play good, but you could also get penalized. It, it, it could be a drive killing penalization. In baseball, you you have kind of off plays where if you make a there's I guess the the simple mistakes in baseball could be glaring, but they also could be really simple. Yeah. Um, it's you know you take you take a strike on a ball you maybe should have swung at well good news you, you do have another opportunity for that um, so I, I mean and you have to be super disciplined in baseball and it's a game of failures but I just think they're two different disciplines 
Yeah. And one's more a little more rigorous in, in that sense. So I, I don't I don't know yet. I definitely think it's a long-winded say, way of saying I think Rick is a lot stricter than the other two coaches we watch a lot. But I don't know if he's mili- military or anything. Yeah, I, I I think it depends on the player too. You know, like yeah. Zakai, like it, it doesn't seem to bother him to getting you know, yelled getting pulled and yelled at. Like you can go back in there and, and score 15 points right off the rip, and it, do, it doesn't mean it. Grant was that same way, Admiral was that same way. Justin Powell comes in here and was just scared to death to shoot. Right. It just didn't work out. And I think that's that I think it happens. Um for whatever. I don't I'm not saying Julian Phillips is, is that same way because the way he's played in some games you don't see that. Um, but, you know, if he was a little bit looser, does he Does he go up and just cram that ball in the in the rim and, and it's game over? Yeah, well, and I guess I was looking at it a little bit differently. I was looking at it as players being themselves. Um, you mean literally just going out and making mistakes. I, I was looking at that a tad differently. I, I, I think there are definitely, like you said, I think there are guys that are terrified of making mistakes, but – We've seen it. I mean, like you just mentioned Zakai. I mean, everyone – I'm sorry for my language. I just don't know how else to say it. I had to watch it for two hours. They bitched and moaned about Zakai having a long leash against Mississippi State. He ends up winning us the game. So, I mean, I don't – I think, yeah, some guys have short leashes, but you can earn a long leash from Rick Barnes. Yeah. So, I don't – I yeah, I think it's probably bad for some guys, but what's bad for some guys is probably good for others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't, another thing, kind of going into it, does Tony or does uh, Rick Barnes let players kind of play within themselves and be themselves? Uro shouldn't be on this team if he was too strict. I mean, the man could earn a tech every game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so let's. I mean, it, it, I, I think he is a different person, different coach than the other two. But let's not pretend he's whipping guys back at right. back at practice facility. Yeah. I don't know. Last night it definitely didn't seem like he was loose. Some of those guys were loose, but you know if it if if you're you know years in the program and it's still bothering you, I don't think you're gonna work out here. And if it's not working for you in college with that, it's definitely not going to work out in the NBA. Yeah. So. All right. Um, Stupidity. Stupidity. Uh, My first one. Did you see this Oklahoma or yeah Oklahoma basketball game? It was a barn burner. Ended four to two. No way, dude. It was. I don't. It that's terrible. But it's hilarious. The the best part about it is the team that was stalling obviously lost. Mm-hmm. They gave up. I will give a credit. I don't think they gave up a single field goal. They're they're all four from free throws. I'm pretty sure. So I guess that's something to hang your hat on. Yeah, that's the whole game's on TikTok. You can watch it all on TikTok. It's I don't know. It's it, one thing that is funny to me is is the other coach is always gonna be pissed off about that. But just go play defense, and they have to play basketball. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I guess if you're up 2-0, then yeah, sit back and let them pass around. But if you just go play defense, go. 
you could run like a one three one and trap them in every corner. If a team's holding a basketball, I promise there's at least two guys out on that court that probably can't pass good. So try to get the ball to them. I would rather lose a hundred to fifty than four to two. I think I would too. <laughs> I <think> I would. <laughs> Unless I have the two points and I can kind of walk away being like, I did my job, guys. Where yeah. were you at? <laughs> one for one. <laughs> um, my next, my first one is a, a Georgia memorabilia company is selling a signed print of uh, Javon Bullard's hit on Marvis, Marvin Harrison Jr. And the uh, caption is night, night. Marvin Harrison Jr. Suffered a concussion on that play. Yeah, you're all scumbags. I saw that, and we know the shot title uh, incident. Um, you're all scumbags. Yeah, yeah. It's just. Can we talk about the? I think was it Chubb that got injured, or was it Gurley that got injured in Newland? Can't remember which one. It was it was Chubb, and who was the other one from South Carolina? That wasn't in Newland. They all say it's in Newland. That was at South Carolina. Oh, it was? Yeah, it was at South Carolina. And then the people that do know is at South Carolina say it was a dirty hit. I've seen it. I mean, yeah, it's not a great hit, but, I mean, he's a running back. He gets tackled. It was a DB that hit him. I can't remember who. And he, he hit him in his knee. I'm just like, uh, we couldn't ta- we couldn't La- tackle Lattimore, that. that was who. Lattimore. It was Lattimore. 2012, we couldn't tackle. You think our guy is going to successfully get a guy on his knee? That was the worst, the worst tackling football team probably in Tennessee history outside of twenty twenty Tennessee. So I, it may have, been, I mean, it may have been dirty, but it definitely wasn't Tennessee's field fault because it was in Williams Price. Yeah, well, um, we didn't coach any defense that that year, no. so it, we definitely weren't putting hit out hits out like Sean Payton. Yeah, and then the Nick Chubb injury, they're like, oh, they cheered. I heard it. Okay, I'm sure you were in that stadium. I'm sure. I'm sure you heard it. If Nick Chubb wasn't playing against your team anymore, you would be cheering too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Don't give good him ammo. God. Don't give him ammo. They believe that, Landon. That is like – that's real. I mean, we didn't want to – but the fact that he wasn't in the game anymore, it was a sigh of relief because that dude – Oh, afraid. yeah. Yeah, I won't say I didn't I, – I won't say, I, you know, hey, get better next week. I won't say I didn't say that, but – yeah. Um, got one more, and it's uh Russell Wilson. Speaking of Sean Payton, um, yeah, is this real? I assume this is what you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah, the in investigation has found out that Russell Wilson's foundation has spent just 24.3 cents of every dollar on charitable activities in 2020 and 2021 combined. So raised millions, but only a quarter of it actually went to charity. So, yikes. And he, he, need, he, he needs he needs more money, right? You notice this subway commercial doesn't run anymore. I mean, he's had a bad year, dude. He is. He's, gotten, he's, he's become the scum of the NFL. <laughs> he should have stayed in Seattle, where no one cares. True. Yeah. Does he really have his own office? Is that real? Apparently, he has care. like his own team. And Sean Payton was asked about like what he thinks about. He's like. I won't really comment on it, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see all that play out. That drama's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, this one comes from Dave Imnian on Twitter. This is uh, more just uh, stupid teams. A- SPHL drama in Danville where hosts Vermillion, I guess, Vermillion County, never showed up for game versus Quad City. It's a forfeit win. 
for QC, most bizarre thing I've ever seen in 40 years covering pro hockey. QC bust in, skated warm-ups, lined up, national anthem, face-off, skated lap, then saluted the crowd. So I think I'm reading this right. The home team didn't show up, hmm. which is amazing. I, I haven't read more of this story yet. I saw this when we were in Vegas, and I didn't really look at my phone in Vegas, so I only screenshotted it to go read the story. I just haven't read it yet. So, hmm. That's strange. How does the home team not show up? That's yeah. I'd like to see the 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 stats on how many home teams have ever forfeited because they didn't show up. It would it would it would be very low, my friend. That sounds yeah. just absurdly <laughs> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's all I got. That's it for me, guys. It's been fun. Thank you all for showing up late. We're here anytime, except for when we're in Vegas, I guess. Sorry, I that was. Too soon. Um, hey, we'll bounce back versus Missouri. I know we didn't talk about that game, but I got I'm a Tennessee fan. I got to believe. So bounce back Saturday. It, it's at home, so you got to bounce back at home for sure. Exactly. Um, guys, we'll be back on Sunday, hopefully talking about a win over Missouri. And um, y'all have a good Friday, good Saturday. We'll see you back. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.